The Power Trip is a proud member of the Kaiju Ramen Podcast Network. You can find more, more phenomenal kaiju and tokusatsu content at kaijuramenmedia.com. What's up, everyone? It is JDF, the Green Ranger, and you are listening to The Power Trip. It's morphin' time. Lisa! We have no time for, we don't have time for glitter, Nathan. Come on. Uh, <laughs> Is that our lead in? Hello, listeners with attitude. <laughs> We're here to talk about <laughs> the last quarter of Gyno Fury. <laughs> Literally moments after binging it together in a Netflix party. How you guys doing i think oh man i think michael needs a cigarette he doesn't say that very often <laughs> i did dude i did need a cigarette i i for that, that last i'd say that last little bit of the finale when everything was just going nuts i i was like man this is this is awesome like this is that, that you thank you power rangers you you finally you you did it you did it uh, I don't remember. I can't remember exactly what I said in the chat when we were watching, but well, I think I said something to the effect of well played power Rangers. Well, yeah, played. We know, well played Dino Fury. Yeah. Well played Dino Fury. Well played. Yeah, um, but I no, mean, that is, but we can't, Oh man. Yeah. We're, this is going, uh, the first portion of this, we're just put, we're recording this. We're going to put it out as quickly as possible. So it's, it's got not going to sound nearly as polished as our stuff normally does, nor are we sticking to our normal structure. Okay, guys. Right. This yeah. Is, this, this is going to, we're not doing in-depth analysis of anything whatsoever. This is just us yeah. giving our we're, initial thoughts and, playing to the algorithm gods yeah <laughs> yeah initial initial first impressions that's all this is going to be yeah and like, only I, for the this last quarter of the right. show because this was this was something that this was something that a lot of people were looking forward to and you know we'll we'll get into it we'll get into it a little bit more in detail later but i just want to say that the first i'd say nathan what would you say well for the first like five minutes or so, let's kind of give just some overall right. thoughts, non-spoilery. And then what right. I'll do is I will let you guys know when we're getting to in, into spoiler territory, because there's just no way for us to talk about this without, spo- right. without getting spoileries. But for right, the first, right. I'd say like five minutes or so, let's, let's just give some overall, just non-spoilery first impressions if we can't and then we'll go into kind of spoiler territory we'll let you guys know when we are doing that so you can uh go watch dino fury and then come back and listen to us riff on it so uh nathan i'll let you i'll let you go first what were your first just non-spoilery first impressions about what we watched tonight i will confess i haven't we haven't really talked about dino fury all that much on the show Mm -hmm. so far but yeah. I will admit it has, 
I have has been such a good. I, it has I such been high excited production value. for it as as some people have been. We have listeners who have been very excited about Dino Fury, and I will confess, I was a little su- more surprised tonight by the last quarter of episodes than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think, um, like I said, like I said on Twitter, and like I said. We were when we were talking about this earlier today. We did a little bit we, of live tweeting. Yeah, while we were, yeah we were live tweeting like out of context quotes from the show. So go back and read all those. Those are, some of them are or out funny. of context spoilers. Yeah, um, like I was going into it. I like going into it. I knew that Dino Fury had like a really high production value. Like that, like coming from like watching all of the seasons that we've watched so far in this journey, some seasons have been better than others, admittedly. But as the as the series and as the franchise has progressed, like you can see the production value just getting ramped up. And Dino Fury has extremely high production value. Mm, although that's a praise that needs to be given. You know, that's a good question. Do we need, does that praise need to be given more to the Sentai, to Ryu Soldier, or to what Hasbro's doing? You know, I, I don't, I don't want to, I don't want to knock what Hasbro's doing because there was a ton of, there was a lot of stuff that Hasbro was doing that was obviously Hasbro footage that had really high production value. There's, there's one episode, and this is not, this is not necessarily spoiler, but, um, there was the episode where they went to Japan and I'm not going to give you context as to what happened in that episode, but the episode where they went to Japan, like I told you in the chat, that episode had really like, like it looked cinematic and the, and the production value was really cinematic. Yeah, and also, I know, and can someone tell ahead. me how Dino Fury was able to make a more convincing Japanese city than Samurai? <laughs> <laughs> Now that would have been funny if they went to Panorama City. That would have been funny. Yeah, <laughs> Gaijin been. City. Oh, that would have been really funny. But they actually oh, I, put a little bit of effort into making it look Japanese, at least oh, in absolutely. a few shots. So, oh, absolutely. Credit yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Credit. Look, credit where credit is due. Like, like you, I was not super. I wasn't like extremely excited for Dino Fury because I think mainly because. I was so focused on other stuff that I really hadn't had time to even think about Dino Fury. Honestly, mm-hmm. we had, we, we just what we just recorded Megaforce a few weeks ago. We're, we're currently watching Dino charge, uh, in preparation to record in a, in about a week or so. Mm-hmm. And shout out to our um, friend Jamie, shout out to our friend, Jamie. Yes. Jamie from Scotland. Um, yeah. yes, quite. Yes, quite. Um, but yeah, we're we we just been really distracted with all these other seasons. We've been just kind of blazing through mm-hmm. that. You know, as, admittedly, up with Dino Fury as it's been dropping on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have been. But you were saying, I was just going to say that. Just I had a we had a I we had our mind was elsewhere, and so Dino Fury was a little bit off the radar for us, at least while while we were busy doing other things but i'm really glad that we sat down and watched this this last quarter of the series this is this was a lot of fun this was a lot of fun and really and what were you saying i was just i was just gonna say that i was just gonna say that like for my non-spoilery final thought um 
uh, Dino Fury is a lot of fun and it is, it's very character driven, very, very character driven. And it, and, mm-hmm. and it pays off a few things that we were hoping that it would pay off, at least for me anyway. Right. It does. It, this last quarter is less episodic. I feel like than the previous episodes, because mm-hmm. there were, it's more serialized. Arcs. Yeah. There were mm-hmm. actual arcs in this one. More so at the beginning and the end. The middle portion is more episodic. I do feel like it kind of got a little bit of villain overload there for a minute. Which is always a a dangerous thing to do looking at you, Overdrive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So... I mean, I can't fault it for being ambitious. I I will say that. And it gets a little sappy at points too which is kind of par for the course but we're used to it by now yeah a little bit i've seen worse i've seen much worse i just it's just weird marathoning through this whole thing and just it's hard to this is why we're doing it's just an initial first impressions recording here we we're gonna need time to digest (laughs) yeah i'm a little i'll be i'll be honest with you i i hope that i'm gonna be able to piece together some coherent thoughts because I'm a little, cause it's literally, it's literally like 15 minutes. We it's literally, it's been like 20 minutes since we finished it. And, um, I'm still a little bit overwhelmed by what we just watched. So, uh, yeah, hopefully, hopefully listeners with attitude, this makes sense. And if it doesn't, I'm sorry, but, um, let's just go ahead. Let's just go ahead and, and quit dancing around it. Now, listeners with attitude, we are going to be getting into spoiler territory. So now's the time to stop the recording, go watch Dino Fury, and then come back and listen to our first impressions after you finish. So in three, two, one, cue the dragon flute. Okay. Okay. So we're spoiler. So, so Dino Fury season two, part two. Spoilers. I <laughs> void princess, void princess. Yes. <laughs> I want okay. that anime, by the way, that, that they should have used that name for what is her name? Amelia. They should have used that for Amelia, but if they didn't, someone claim that and make me an anime because that sounds amazing. <laughs> that name mm. sounds amazing. <laughs> now, admittedly, admittedly, I had muted a lot of Dino Fury spoilers because um, it had started airing overseas before Netflix had started, which was a little bit disappointing. And it's it, it, it made yeah. me a little ups- made me a little upset. But what can you yeah, do? It's you all really- because of contracts and yeah all it's kinds of things it's all a bunch like contracts and agreements and shenanigans and other and and not and not and and netflix is not available everywhere in the world so th- i get it um so it's, it's just a little available anywhere too soon at this point but <laughs> right that's that's another that's a whole other rabbit trail we won't go down yeah. but um i knew i knew that amelia was going to be from rafcon i saw images i knew i knew that Zato was going to come back and be resurrected as the white dino knight. I, uh, I white red. I'm not, I don't know I don't what know. color he's supposed to be. In. I'm just going to say he's the white dino, the white dino fury ranger. So I knew that Zato was going to be uh, yeah, resurrected. I, I guess until yeah. we know otherwise, that's what he is. <laughs> mm-hmm. I will say, I will say this. I will say I was disappointed that they did not keep him dead. 
I will say that. I know it sounds awful, doesn't it? But I was I was disappointed that he didn't stay dead. But I am glad that they at least kept him, quote unquote, dead uh, for at least six months. So they right. allowed they allowed the team they allowed they allowed our team the the Dino Fury Rangers to kind of cope with the feeling kind of cope with Zato being, being gone or because as far as they knew, Zato was dead at that point. Right. Right. I, it's, but let's be honest, this franchise has a habit of not letting people stay dead. <laughs> yeah, I know it, it, it's, it's, it's hard. For, it's hard. Not only is it hard to, to, um, uh, to, to do that in like, in a and I, I hate using the kids show excuse because, we've shown that it's more than a power Rangers is, is beyond just being a quote unquote kid show at the, at this point, but it is hard. It is it, it kind of been pigeonholed in that in, into that a little bit because it is kind of a, it is for the most part and all intents and purposes, a kids to a, a kids to young adult show. So it is difficult what you can get away with. I'm hoping, I'm hoping that the fact that this is now uh, exclusively on Netflix, I'm hoping that they get into a little bit more serious territory. Like, so maybe in the future, one of our Rangers actually stays dead. Um, right. But like I said, but, I, I, I am glad that, that they at least kept him dead for like six months. Right. Right. But I mean, that's one spoilerific thing. And we didn't even talk about how the heck it happened, which, We'll have to. Uh, oh boy, I have a feeling our oh. awards for the Dino Fear episode I, are going to be very centered around this last stretch of episodes. I but need a I need a cigarette. Our that. big finale for this one, but Void Princess. I will confess to you, I was not the biggest fan of that revelation at first because, like, really, we're just gonna we're gonna make her an alien. We're gonna make her. Rafconian like Zato and Ion. Mm-hmm. I'm, I don't know. I might change my mind in a couple of months when we revisit this for a proper episode, but I'm still not the biggest fan of it. I love the idea of her being Void Knight and Void or Void King, whichever name you want. Uh, basically, the Voids. They came up with a duo name for them the Voids, mm-hmm. the, the evil void. band the name, voids. you know? Yeah, Meet the, the voids. I, I yeah. like the idea of her being the Void's daughter. I think that's cool. Mm-hmm. I just don't it know is. about the whole Rafcon thing. That seemed a little weird. They did some kind of odd things with Rafcon in this. It seems like they were just trying to get as much like, like lore just crammed into this. Did it feel like that? Because we got we they went to Rafcon and then Rafcon got blown up. We had Lord Zed running around doing his shenanigans. We had the Morphin Masters getting involved and that causing problems and then them getting retconned into other points in the history of the franchise, according freaking legendary battle. I'm just like, you just had to flashback to that, didn't you? <laughs> it's why do you must you remind me of Megaforce? <laughs> Our Meg I'm still I'm still uh, you know, what's really funny. This episode will come out before our Megaforce episode will, because I'm still working on our Megaforce episode. I'm sorry, guys. It's been a busy week at work. I'm so sorry. Um, but yeah, they, that's, that's another revelation that I was a little bit iffy about now back to a little bit on. Well, like, Void. here's the thing. It does actually kind of fix Make sense in past episodes. Like we were talking about this franchise doesn't let doesn't let rangers stay dead 
Mm-hmm. Kendricks. Subtly, Kendricks makes more sense. If you stop mm-hmm. it, they don't say it in this in that episode, but suddenly the death of Kendricks makes a little bit more sense. It does. Because we were like, why it, did she just magically come back from the dead when they put the swords back? Well, now we have a, a now we have a potential explanation. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. That's not gonna be that's that's not the official explanation, but no, it's but, the head but they've opened the head but they've opened that door up enough that you can be like, I bet that's why. So, that's, so now suddenly yeah. our friends at Zio to Hero, they probably have so much material to make their crazy conspiracy theories now they're not gonna know what to do with themselves. Rocky's uh, <laughs> Rocky is a morphin master. I mean, I'm waiting for that one now. <laughs> or Which, now we have to ask ourselves, was Zordon a Morphin Master at one point? I'm totally cool with this, by the way. I'm totally fine if, if Zordon was a Morphing Master. I am totally fine with that. Um, so one thing about Void Queen and Void King, or Void Knight specifically, if he was Rafconian, why wasn't... Th- I don't remember that. Someone correct me. Someone someone correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't remember that being a thing early on in Dino Fury, that he was a Rafconian. No, that was a revelation too. Yeah. Yeah, that was a little... That's why I'm not... I don't know. Maybe I just... It, maybe it was there and I wasn't picking up on it, but I it, feel like I, I really want to go back and look and see if any of this had been foreshadowed. Yeah, I mean, it'll be interesting because I do plan on going back through Dino Fury and it'll be interesting to watch Dino Fury now with knowing the revelations and knowing everything. So it'll, like you said, it'll be kind of interesting to see if they foreshadowed any of this. I don't really recall them foreshadowing this with Void Knight because I feel like, and maybe this is not the right use of the word, but it feels a little bit like a retcon. It feels a little bit like, it feels a, a little, little pl- uh, feels a little plot conveniency, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And it's, although... With the ending, the way that this ended, I, you know, I have said, I've criticized Dino Fury, not on the air, but I've criticized Dino Fury before saying, like, I feel like it's it's only paying attention to what's come before when it needs to, mm-hmm. and it's kind of missing some potential with some things that it could do. Yeah. But... Now I'm wondering if it actually is trying to kind of set the Power Ranger universe up to be like what it is in SPD, because SPD is in 2025. Mm-hmm. And a lot of these newer Ranger series, even though they're supposed to be set in the, for lack of a better way to put it, the prime Ranger universe, we haven't really been seeing a lot of SPD's predictions coming true. I'm wondering if they're kind of at least hinting at it in this. I think that I think so. That last episode, I think they were hinting a little bit at at think they were trying. Did you did you think they were trying to hint a little bit at SPD in that last episode? I kind of wondered. Yeah, because suddenly we've got people just freely accepting aliens and such that are on this because now People like well, like Ion are not hiding it. Yeah, Ion starts a freaking restaurant, mm-hmm. and everyone knows that he makes alien food. And we have the other uh, Rafconians hanging around. Even though for a hot minute they wanted to invade, that's why I said about villain overload because we had Lord Zed for about four or five episodes. It's him running around doing stuff, and Void King and Void Queen aren't doing a whole lot. 
and then we had Void King and uh, Void Queen for a little while, and then they, the Rafconians show up, even though we think they're all dead because the planet got blown up by Lord Zed, and mm. they're they Which said like, I, well, you know, we need a new planet to live on, and I called it like literally seconds before it happened. Uh, I said they're going to want to take over. Guarantee you they're going to want to take over. And that's exactly what they wanted to do. And Ion and Zeta are like, no, you can't do that. And they're like, we're going to do it anyway. And then they get them to make a truce so they can fight uh, the voids. And then by the end of it, apparently they figured out how to keep them from just invading everything. Maybe it's because it turned out the voids were two of them. I don't know. And so they're living peacefully. So we have aliens living among amongst humans, and people seem to be okay with that. That's you why know, I'm I saying did... we might be seeing it. You know, acknowledgments of what becomes of the of the world in SPD. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in the world of SPD, in the world of SPD, it's still not perfect. It, we talked about in SPD, like the relationship between humans and aliens. It's still not perfect. But I can see where you could reasonably say that it's all started with Dino Fury. If not and started, it, at least acknowledged more clearly. Acknowledged, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Acknowledged. acknowledged more clearly. So that's another big thing that happens, a uh, big thing that happens. This. So before we, let's save the actual ending, like the big finale. We've already talked mm. about Zeta. We've already talked about the Rafconians. Because we got to talk about that big final battle. That was probably the that might have been the biggest surprise for me. The this entire evening, I was not expecting the finale to be that epic. But let's talk about the skinless elephant in the room. <laughs> you talking? Are you talking about that handsome devil with the silver codpiece? Uh, radiator radiator face with his Radi- uh, with uh, with his big metal thong. <laughs> Which I think you're right. I think it's looking more like a thong than a than, it, it than got a set a of full thongy. I'm just saying. Yeah. So, then, appara- then, so apparently, Lord said has been popping iron because he's yeah. those skinless muscles got even bigger, and <laughs> and apparently he he had to resize the cod piece accordingly. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Lord Zed went from wearing granny panties to a, to a full on thong. I guess he was he was he was going through his hot Zed summer or something like that, and decided <laughs> to go. He, he decided to go full thong. I guess I don't know. Uh, it's, I don't it's know, late. but it's it's, it's, but it's, it's get, uh, I'm getting but, weird. Yeah, we've 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 kind of acknowledged that Lord Zed comes back in Dino Fury before. This mm-hmm. time he yeah. actually wasn't just a one off episode. This time he's actually the villain. For about four or five episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he's got a staff back. So it's full blown Zed. It's not Robert Axelrod, unfortunately. It's the guy who voiced Vengex, which is kind of funny because there's a little bit of a meta joke because yeah. they, because we apparently we get the briefest of cameos from the Beast Morpher Power Rangers. Mm-hmm. And I was a little disappointed. Like, we can't have a team up. I guess we can't have a team up. And, well, uh, the reason is we get the, the reason is Zed doesn't come back alone. He comes back with Snozzle. Yeah, which who's from Beast Morphers and he break Morphers. he messes with their with their prison where they've got bad guys and monsters of the week. 
And the villain in that is Evox, who turns out to be Vengex. We kind of hinted at that before when we talked about RPM. And I can't remember the, the gentleman's name, but he did the voice of Vengex and Evox. And he is now the voice of Lord Zed after the death of Robert Axelrod. I think they messed with his voice differently in these episodes than they did before. And this is on this is on the fly. So keep talking because I'm going to look at I can't remember. Okay, you're the, looking but, up his name. That's good. Yeah, it's just they changed the voice and the voice sounds weird. I think you even said it sounded a little blown out. <laughs> Andrew, Andrew Lang, Andrew, Andrew Lang. Lang. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, like I was saying, you said that he sounded a little blown out. And I mean, it's it's hard to not make comparisons to Robert Axel because Robert Axelrod just owned that character so much. He sounded like a blown out microphone. Yeah, I already said that. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but I mean, he's not terrible. And I'm glad that it is someone else no, who's, I mean, worked on, who's worked on the franchise before and has played villains, very effective villains before. Mm. So it's like I said, it's just hard not to compare. <laughs> yeah, I was I was I was very pleased with with the Zed character for Dino Fury. Honestly, I, I was pleased. I was actually, I was a little surprised that there they is no went, time for glitter. <laughs> I was, I was a little surprised that they went straight into it. I, I thought maybe Zed would show up later, but no, like the first four episodes, Zed was the, well, Zed was in charge. Think about this in context. This is the beginning of the last stretch of episodes. If you were just binging through this, it wouldn't it wouldn't be so weird yeah that's true that is true because we left off we we left off with a little bit of a cliffhanger with zed like during the latter during the latter part of the last season yeah we also got a name drop for lokar which was weird including a a monster of the week who looked kind of like lokar well it was um what is it? Uh, low Thorn. Thor- He's all spiky. Low Thorn. Low, not not to be confused with Low Thor. Low I know, Thorn. right? I was thinking <laughs> that Thorn, too. Uh, which is I told you in the chat, which is a little bit met, which is a little bit of a meta joke because. Loth Lokar, if he's the son of Lokar, Lokar was from season one, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers season one, and was also voiced by Robert Axelrod. Axelrod. And yeah, we were hope we were hoping that that um, Low Thorn would have some connection to Lord Zed. That's I think what we were he hoping. Did for. I think that was yeah. the idea? I was kind of hoping it was going to be Lokar. Like if he's going to name drop mm-hmm. Lokar, I'm like, can we have Lokar back? That would be kind of nuts. Yeah, but no. I, agree. I agree. Nope. If you want to see Lokar come back, you got to go read Soul of the Dragon. Sorry. Yeah. And then in the final episode, we find out that, well, we find out that, well, hang on, let me back up a little bit. I'm no. just, like I said, I'm, if, 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 what, what, let's not talk about, like I said, the big finale, we got to talk about some of the, no, no, well, I was just going to, I was just going to say that Lord Zed blows up Rafcon, which I didn't see that coming, by the way, that didn't see was that a coming. little surprising, right? And he is trapped in a crystal 
by one of the Morphin Masters. And Morphin gets turned Master. into an action figure, which is and gets kind of fun. A literal There's action some, figure. Yeah. Okay, I know I've complained before about modern tokusatsu being a little too toyetic for my taste, but in the right. case of Dido Fury, at least they kind of poke fun at it a little bit. Oh, yeah. <laughs> which we'll talk about, because one of the, probably one of my favorite moments of the of the whole show really this entire series happens during the stretch of episodes and i'm like you you win the internet <laughs> dino fury <laughs> but oh yeah. yeah so but yeah but you were i think what you were going to say is is we find out that like the end like the actual final scene zato comes back and says hey guys i need your help lord zed escaped which is setting up Cosmic Fury because we just found out that it, uh, on Ranger Day, I think this is actually the first time we've mentioned this. They officially announced Cosmic Fury. The name had been leaked for a while, but mm -hmm. the big thing that we found out is that Cosmic Fury is going to have the same cast. Yeah. Now, we don't know what Sentai they're adapting. Judging by the end of this, I don't know if they're going to adapt a different Sentai, but I don't know how they can keep using Ryu Soldier. I don't think they're going to keep using Ryu Soldier. I think I, I think that we're going to we're going to have to get new suits, new power ups. It just no one really knows uh, what the what those suits are going to be. Right. Because there are there are we've talked about it before on the podcast, but there are a couple of options that would be really good options for them to yeah, use kira we just don't seems know. to be the most obvious one with all this talk of crystals and mm -hmm. it being outer yeah. space especially yeah. since i think the i think the, the 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 sentai rangers for that one are supposed to be like royalty or related to royalty we literally have a void princess mm. <laughs> it's, it's so why not at this point sure yeah so i'm just be curious but the other thing that's kind of nuts is the way the note that this leaves on it sounds like zed is going to be the villain for cosmic fury i hope so which i mean how do you adapt that part of the sentai do you just leave out the sentai villains and just make a lot of new footage with zed and just use the the monster footage how do you Maybe. get around this I mean, Maybe. it's not the first time that they've done it. They did it in Mighty Morphin seasons two and three. But it's but it's extremely but it's appropriate given it's the 30th anniversary. season, Right. And I don't think I know there are some people thinking that we're going to get two seasons worth of, with the with this team again in Cosmic Fury. I honestly think Cosmic Fury is going to be a one and done season. Maybe. I don't know. Y'all like between I would say about you know six or seven to maybe 13 episodes. Maybe, you know, maybe to be the 30th anniversary and then we're going to go into something else. Maybe. I mean, I, no one knows at this point I think, about it being a miniseries. I think at this point, I think at the time of this record, well, actually tomorrow when it goes, when it comes out, I think we're at, I think tomorrow is PulseCon, if I'm not mistaken. So right. we should be, we should be getting some information this weekend about what's, what's next. Right. So I don't know. We might be getting some bigger, crazier news, and this <laughs> this thing, this recording, is going to become very dated very quickly. I don't know. It 
it probably will, but it's but that's okay. So we just wanted to kind of right. put our thoughts down. So it's fine. right. That's fine. That's fine. And so let's talk about what honestly at this point I think it's going to win for the III. Can't believe that happened award. I could be telegraphing too hard, but it it was I lost it in the chat. I was did not see this coming. We did that. We, we, they did. They did this again. I just saw them do this in Dino Charge. Okay, it's funny to watch this when I'm in. You know, when I'm you know waist deep. Well, probably a little bit more than waist deep now into Dino Charge, and they just did one of these monkeys paw wishes gone bad episodes. And so I see it. They doing it here. Admittedly, they use it better than I was expecting, and this was part of it because the whole idea is. They make a wish with this thing, but the monster of the week curses them when they do it. Something bad happens. So Ollie the Blue Ranger gets turned into an action figure. Oh, I know. It's hilarious. Yeah. It it has like, he, he, this is why I said it makes fun of the toy addict this because he's like, man, I'm a one of a kind. I'm worth a bunch of money, but I only have five points of articulation. It's 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 so meta. I love it. <laughs> I know he's got. It's like a like a ten inch action figure, and the only part of it that moves is the little head. He kind of looks around and, and talks to people, and it actually sounds a little bit garbled, like it's a little speaker in an action figure making little crackling noises. It was great, and then who was it one of was it amelia she got turned she looked like she got like de-aged about five years or something like that that was um, yeah it was amelia and then uh izzy gets turned and then into the best part is izzy yes the best part is izzy she gets turned <laughs> she gets turned into a human size uh t-rex zord and it was hilarious and that is it <laughs> i was not prepared for that <laughs> <laughs> you and what was so funny is i am losing my mind in the chat and you're just like where did i take a descent tyree soldier and i think this thing's actually human size and i'm like is he just turned into a zord and is still human sized let this I register <laughs> I know. I I totally I totally missed the point of, uh, on that one. I totally missed the point on that because we've seen so many absurd things in this over the past year that like I guess it just didn't I guess it just didn't register with me. I get I don't know. Like it just didn't it didn't hit me as hard as it hit you. <laughs> and so we've got Izzy. And she's it's it's the actual Zord suit. It's just the Zord mm-hmm. suit hanging around with people. Yeah. It was incredibly absurd. surreal. It's just hanging around with the regular actors. And it's like kind of flopping around. The mouth is moving. And we're hearing Izzy talk in it from it. And I'm just like, what is going on? And then we get one of the out of context spoilers I put on the Twitters uh, tonight. <laughs> Mario writing Mario- Yoshi. <laughs> I'm like, all you have to do is just get a screenshot of this image or better yet, a GIF and just caption it. You are not allowed to be sad and your argument is invalid. (laughs) Dino Fury Red riding the back of this human-sized T-Rex Zord taking out bad guys. I didn't know yes. I needed this in my life. 
Yeah. <laughs> it was, it was, it'll get it. I, I guarantee you that will show up in an award at some point. It has to there. It, it would be unfair if it didn't. But speaking of award candidates, that freaking finale, man. <laughs> yeah, let's <laughs> with void queen Belial. <laughs> For like those Beth, who don't Beth, know, Belial is an Ultraman villain. He's an evil Ultra. And in one of the Ultraman movies, which is called Mega Monster Battle, he combines a bunch of monsters into one gigantic monster. That was and some... the Nemesis Beast looks very much like it. That was some beautiful tokusatsu. That was that was really yeah, and, nice tokusatsu. And just the, the sheer insanity of what they do, because they just try to fight it with a Zor, and it doesn't go very well. So then they just decide to basically they try to fight parachute it with... onto it like paratroopers, and they're like sliding around, taking out henchmen. Now that <laughs> now that was that was I I give props to Hasbro for that. That was Hasbro footage. That was not Sentai footage. That was Hasbro footage. That whole really? like surfer. Yes, surfing on the hingemen, all the the whole thing. That was Hasbro. Wow. Yeah, I I give Hasbro and and that production team props because that was all Hasbro footage. That was beautiful. That was beautiful. That really that honest to god, I'm I'm not I'm not being hyperbolic, but that whole sequence of events was gorgeous. Because if you go and watch the sequence of events cuz people have done this on Twitter already, like when they're using their sword maneuvers, it's the same exact maneuver as in their morphing sequence. If you go back and look at it side by side, it's the same animation. Hmm. Interesting. So that is, that is Hasbro footage and it is gorgeous. And so again, kudos to that team for putting that together Hmm. because that was, that was wild. And yes, I needed a cigarette after that. Yeah. Also, thank you for for having a weird, but I think appropriate payoff for Void Knight. Oh yeah. You and I have yeah. really latched onto Void Knight since we started watching this show. And I'm like, please don't screw this up. <laughs> we have more thoughts on Void now, Knight when we get to the episode proper. But I was right, happy it, with how that played out. Yeah, it, it, it also, ended with I a want hug. a lightning collection figure of Void Knight tomorrow. <laughs> yeah. It ended, it ended with a hug like we predicted, but it wasn't like this. It's hard to explain. It's, it wasn't like this saccharine, I'm your daughter. And then she runs in and hugs her. No, it was more like a void queen was getting ready to kill them all. And in and, and a last ditch effort, Amelia just runs over and grabs her by the hand. And that's mm-hmm. what starts the sequence of events. So mm-hmm. that was, I said, I thought that that was handled really well. I really right. did. Right. Right. Like, like I said, Dino Fury d- surprised us quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I don't know. Did sure. we just have, did we not give the show enough credit in the two and, you know, in the one and a half seasons that we'd already seen? You know, I mean, it was it because we thought that maybe it was a little overhyped. Maybe. I, like, I, 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 Maybe I think I, I at one point I will admit I, I think I, I will I am willing to admit that I think that that I that I thought at some that I, I thought at one point that Dino Fury was well that was way overhyped, um and 
the more that season progressed, the more we got to spend, the more we got more time we got to spend with our characters, the more time we got to spend, you know, you know, watching, watching the series of events unfold, the more I started, the more I have started to appreciate this show more. And I am very pleased. I'm very, very pleased with how they handled the finale and all the events leading up to the finale. I, I love the tokusatsu. I love the camera work. The camera work is outstanding, both for the both for Ryu Soldier and for um, for the Hasbro footage at the end. Like all that stuff, outstanding. Well, I forget what episode. What episode was it where Izzy was fighting the Hingeman in the park? And the camera is a and it feels like drone footage because the camera is oh, essentially yeah, like yeah I think that's it's before the because the last three episodes are basically a three parter mm-hmm. I, it's before that I want to say like seventeen or eighteen yeah but there was that one scene where Izzy's in fighting playground. in the park in the play in the park in the playground yeah and the camera angles are just kind of zipping through the zipping through the the playset and and everything going on there and it's really it's really shot beautifully mm-hmm. and I, we talked about in the um we talked about in the chat that you know toei must have taken some cues from from ultraman z uh oh yeah some there, of those there was that one in uh when they we had some zord footage fighting the monster and they did the sort of stuff yeah they did the stuff that ultraman z and the subsequent ultraman shows have gotten really well known for doing which is having the basically putting the camera on the on the ground so to speak and looking straight up so but it's centered Mm -hmm. between the combatants and you just see them slugging each other from the ground Mm -hmm. level oh yeah and we it didn't last for long but we had a shot like that yeah so well done like so so well done like the it's just really it's it's hard to wrap my mind around sometimes considering like what all we've seen and watched throughout this year like how much power rangers has grown up in terms of production quality um from mighty morphin season one all the way up to dino fury like seeing the progression of production value like gradually increase over time has been so fascinating to watch right Right. <sighs> Got anything else? No, I, 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 like I said, I'm going to, ha- I'm going to have to take some time to, re- to process everything we, that we watched and saw. Right. And, um, yeah, be ready for that review in a couple months when we actually yeah. sit down to, yeah. to do, to do our typical audio essay format on Power Rangers right. Dino Fury. I can't promise that our opinions will be exactly the same. We're kind of in the honeymoon phase right now. <laughs> right. Oh yeah, for sure. So yeah, things could be, you know, things could be a little different in a couple of months. Oh yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Just warning y'all, I mean, but yeah, thing we'll see. Um, I'm, but I'm very, I'm pleasantly surprised or I'm, I'm, I'm very pleased with what we saw with and with, um, with Dino Fury. Now, before we get out of here, Nathan, this is this is something that's always very important to us. So I'm going to go ahead and ask you first before I answer. Do you think it stuck the landing? Yeah. I, I'm a little surprised I'm saying that, but I, th- I think it did. It is. I think it was a mostly satisfying finale. Mm-hmm. Now, where would you rank? 
just off the fly, where would you rank that finale with some of our favorites? Well, I don't think it ranks up with Countdown or Journey's End. Those are practically untouchable. Practically. Mm -hmm. uh, the time for, not the Time Force ending. I just... Maybe top 10, I would say. Okay. At least that's how I'm feeling right now. What about you? I'm thinking right now, I fully admit that this is still a honeymoon phase. I'm going to say top five, but I think it's mainly because of that, that epic scene where Zato is ramming that ginormous sword through the nemesis beast. Right. And... Uh, that's such an epic shot. Now I will say that, that like you said, uh, countdown to destruction journeys in the time force finale. Those are going to be really hard to, uh, to top the RPM finale. The was, RPM was, finale. Was, good Lord. Was yeah, really hard. I to needed top. a cigarette after the RPM finale. Man. I, you know, in terms of just pure epicness and pure adrenaline, you know, it, it, it does edge out things like SPD. I think SPD was a wonderful right. season, but with, but with just a kind of a lackluster finale. Yeah. Um, SPD, uh, we said was a great show with a, uh, with a good finale. And that's why it just right. wasn't as satisfying. I mean, it's like the Dino Fury finale is up there. Like I was, right. I, I I'm with I, you. I think it's, I think it stuck the landing. I think it, I would say it ends up beating Say like the Dino, uh, not Dino Fury, Super Dino Ninja Fury Force, <laughs> uh, the Jungle Fury finale. But I don't know if it beats Path of the Righteous, which is the penultimate episode. Yeah, but we're just talking about so finales. much emotion riding in that. But yeah, we're we're just talking about finales now because like I know, really, I know, but. But really, but but leading up to the finale of Dino Fury, there was a lot of emotion involved with that with those couple of episodes as well. Like mm -hmm. we were I, I feel like we were getting hit with one revelation after another. Yeah. And and they were trying to cram so much right. into although, those into those last three episodes. Although. Is it a plot hole that Pop Pop knew this entire time? That he knew where the bad guy's base was, and it never occurred to him to say anything for 40 plus episodes. You know, he literally this, could have this, solved this within, you know, by episode five if he had just said something. Yeah, but would it have been more, but, but would that have been as fun? I understand that there are plot reasons <laughs> it didn't happen. But the logic of it, I'm like, hold on, sir. <laughs> <laughs> you have known this entire time. And yeah, you it's never kind said of a word. You know, it's it's kind of like um, it's kind of like and this is projecting a little bit about our Dino Charge episode. But there was an episode. There's an episode in Dino Charge where the the Rangers fly into space and throw a bomb at Sledge's ship. And it turns out that the, the Megazord is almost as big, if not the double the size of Sledge's ship. And I'm sitting there thinking to myself, if that Megazord could fly into space this whole time, why 
couldn't they have just ended this by now? Yeah, well, that also continues into supercharge because the bad guys are just hanging out in the crashed ship. And Mm. no, at that point, I'm like, the Rangers can probably figure out where that thing is. All they have to do is just go over there and stomp on it. And it's game over. And they apparently never think of that. I mean, but yeah, we'll save that. We'll save that for our actual dino charge episode, but it's, it's kind of like that. It's like, it's those, it's like dino fury does have its plot holes and it tries to retcon some things that feel a little bit weird, but I want to go back and rewatch it uh, to see if, if maybe they did better foreshadowing than I remember them doing. So, right. You know, I'm going to, I'm going to reserve, I'm going to reserve my real, I'm going to reserve judgment until, until I can go back and revisit some of those other episodes. Right. I am. I am willing when we go back and actually do a proper episode on it, I, I, it might be one of those things where it gets better once you actually see the entire thing. Yeah. That's actually happened before. I've, that is something that's a little bit dangerous, unfortunately, because people might give up on something, not knowing that the creators have plans that, that, but that will make everything. Okay. It's just that nobody's seen it. People are very quick to give up on stuff. Yeah, they if are. it doesn't I go agree. exactly how they would have wanted it, I agree. And so it's just it's just one of those things. People lose faith in their entertainment pretty quick. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, that's that's it for our first impressions. We were on. We were we recorded a little bit longer than I well not well longer than I expected. I figured we'd go about an hour. So. Um, Nathan, any more final thoughts before we get out of here? No, uh, nothing really other than get Megaforce done. (laughs) Fine. All right. Listeners with attitude. Thanks for sticking around with us and listening to this. Um, tell us if how, tell us how you enjoyed junk or jungle fury. Jeez. It's late guys. Um, Super Dino Ninja Fury Force. (laughs) Tell us how, you enjoyed uh, uh, Dino Fury. Uh, I almost did it again. Tell us how you enjoyed uh, Dino Fury. Um, and yeah, so hopefully we're looking forward to recording a full episode on it. And okay. I really don't know how to end episodes like this. So I'm just going to say, may the power protect you. Thank you for listening to The Power Trip, a podcast produced and hosted by Michael Hamilton and Nathan Marching. If you'd like to send us feedback, email us at powertrippod at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, where our handle is at thepowertrippod, and join our official Facebook group, Power Rangers Legacy. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, and other great podcasters. The podcast logo was designed by Rebecca Hudgens. Follow her on Instagram at super underscore r underscore illustrations. Our theme songs are from the album Power of the Grid by Neil Stenson. We also use Galaxy Quest Instrumental by Heaven Wraith from the OC Remix album Jet Force Gemini Mizar Attacks. All film and audio clips belong to their respective copyright holders and no infringement is intended or implied. The Power Trip has no association with Saban Entertainment or Hasbro. Please rate and review us on Apple Podcasts and or Podchaser to spread the word about the show. And until next time, see ya!
This podcast is part of the Kaiju Ramen Podcasting Network and is copyright 2022 Kaiju Ramen Media LLC.